0: Thanks, Maurice. And
1: Maurice Claret. Let me oh. find
0: out, Jay. You had some Newmans. Did you have some Newmans? I absolutely chances? had
2: Newmans. <laughs> absolutely. We have a D now. See the <laughs> and... and I got to ask the first question to Adidi. It's a very important question to <clears throat> DD The Browns tweeted out yesterday their grid- uh, game day grind where you went behind the scenes with the camera and
3: shot a lot of stuff. Are you trying to take my job? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to do now? <laughs> Not even remotely. It's just what Mike Tomlin says, right? The more you can do, the more valuable can you can be. But I almost got run over. So that didn't go so well. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't actually hold the massive huge lens. But I would say for a first effort, it wasn't so bad. Did you check out my gallery, Mikey? Yeah, it's good. Would you, you can th- take Anthony's job. <laughs> um, yeah, what,
0: y'all, what y'all don't, hold on Anthony. What, what y'all don't re- realize is that they not
3: trying to that.
0: That's Go McDonald's ahead. money to a That's happy money. Happy meal money. Like she worried about y'all little checks. Yeah, I
3: can't
2: pay her with the, the brown pair, If only,
3: true. if only. And gee, right now I got a bone to pick with you because do you know what I am wearing? I am wearing jeans. No. Nice. And oh. you know how hard it was to get into a pair of jeans. And do you know how many squats I had to do to get these <laughs> jeans? <laughs> and now, this is only because you said, I need to start wearing jeans. Oh, now, why do I listen?
0: Now, now, here's the thing. Can you go to, can you have dinner eat in those jeans and then still be good afterwards. Because that's where I, I thought, fall I, into.
3: Wait, wait, I thought that was the point. I yeah. thought that putting the jeans on so tight limits. So what you are drinking or eating It very you know much does. That, that button is not staying close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My jeans are a lot bigger than everybody Careful here. with
1: squats though. Aditi Aditi makes jeans tougher to wear. Yeah. I mean, you start wait, getting those Squats glute.
3: make them tougher to wear. I yeah. thought that the squats loosened them up.
1: No, you build the no, muscle man. in the legs. You build those leg muscles up, Get everything gets tight. Get
3: it? That's not, yeah, you know, but the leg muscles, I'm a former soccer player, I run, the legs are not where they are tight. Let's just say okay. that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you have, you have <laughs> see, listen, if somebody, listen, listen see, see, how y'all going? See down yeah. for show. That's all I have to say. Thank right. goodness.
1: That is, that is, that is nice. Hey, um, you hearing anything at all about where this game's? I mean, I know they're talking about other uh, sites if Buffalo gets the couple of feet of snow that we're anticipating, but we were saying that you better make a decision sooner than later because the equipment trucks, if they if head they right. for Buffalo, they could get stuck there. What is there a timetable? Is it is indeed late Friday, as Dan Graziano said in this tweet?
3: I mean, I think that the league indicating that says that they believe that the trucks can get to wherever they need to get right um but obviously this is a significant amount of travel and there are people that i can tell you this i know that the cbs crew doing the game is en route today and it it takes me back i don't know if you remember this but let me try i think it was 2010 it was 2000 it was 2010 And the Giants were supposed to play the Vikings, and the Metrodome roof collapsed. Oh, yeah. Do you remember remember that? Yes,
1: I do remember that. And the
3: Giants were rerouted. I think they hung out in a hangar in Kansas City for a while. Right. I know that I went to Cleveland, then had to come back to Newark, then from Newark went to Detroit on the day of the game. The game was played in Detroit on a Monday. It was sort of insane and crazy. I know that the NFL is sort of a little bit more forward thinking on that or a little bit more aggressive in what it will do. But obviously the desire is to not have Buffalo lose a game. And so I think that they're going to give it as long as they possibly can before they feel they have to pull that drop dead cord. If Dan says Friday, then that's what the league has told him is that they have until Friday to make that decision. And look, here's the thing though, Jay, one other thing, the snow isn't supposed to start until tonight, until Thursday night so it's not like you can make the decision today and then what if the snow doesn't show we all know how the weather gods but operate we already
1: know that ashtabula here in ohio has a foot and they're closing i-90 to some commercial traffic they're closing the freeway in at, new york as of three or four o'clock later this afternoon yeah. right uh, i know we've we've heard detroit is a possible option and some other things but i brought up um a little while ago why not syracuse syracuse is only two hours away it would still be a home game for the bills Clearly, if you put this thing in Detroit, it's a home game for the Browns. Um, If the Browns can
3: drive, can they actually
1: drive up there? Well, here's the thing. We're not expected to get much this way. When you go to Cleveland West, it's not supposed to be bad at all. It's lake effect. So that mega band that stretches across Lake Erie, it's the far east portion of Lake Erie that's going to get dumped on. Syracuse is is not not supposed to get much at all. You know, Not two, in that area. No. So I, I just wonder, and and Syracuse is playing at Wake Forest this weekend, so it's open. I'm just wondering why we haven't heard anything about Syracuse because if I'm Buffalo, the last thing I want to do is play this game anywhere but Western New York. Uh, I definitely don't want it in Detroit. Um I but i haven't heard it well, especially
3: i things. mean the bills even ha- haven't the bills i think have only had four home games so far right wasn't this past weekend only their fourth home game and i'm not sure they but... obviously have one of the most rabid best fan bases that there is they do. i think that that's kind of a brilliant idea jay i'm surprised that you haven't called roger and suggested it told, to him i, I told him really? we're, we're on we hold, hold right go? now
2: yeah we're on no, hold i, I, d- I told
1: McNugget's Get Goodell on line one. I mean, it solves everything. I was texting Zach Jackson. I mean, I, ha- I have
3: his super secret email address. If you want me to send that, to ship you, it off Jay. to
1: him. <laughs> S- tell him Syracuse.
3: I don't, are there costs involved with that? Is it? Is there something? There would be, but we're talking you know, is about it, the is NFL. It difficult to use a college stadium. Would it have to do with the locker room? I mean, it wouldn't have to do with the locker rooms because if you think about it, college teams have way more players, so way they have to be players. big enough.
1: Yeah, to I mean, match that. I can't think of any obstacles. There may be th- things that I'm not thinking of, but. The building is available. It's a dome. You'd still get. It would be a predominant Bills fan base still. I sure. Just, um, yeah, go ahead and ship that off to the bat. The bat phone. Call Zach, the bat I phone. I was and, texting
4: Zach during the show. He said it would have to be a last resort. They don't want to play in a non-NFL facility. And I understand
3: that. But without, this kind of his
1: last resort.
4: Well, yes, it is. But is it if Detroit's open? And I. It's understand.
3: not if Detroit is open. No, if no, listen, yeah, exactly. But
1: if i Bills, if I'm, the bills, if up I'm up the bills, I'm saying open. why are we going to go? five hours west and only two hours from the team we're going to play when we can go two hours away and play it here. I I know know it's a
4: last resort. I don't know if the Bills will have any say, and I think the league's going to tell them where they're going to go. Like, this is the point I made earlier. If it's Robert Kraft or Jerry Jones, they're going to tell them where and when they're going to play the game. (laughs) I don't know, Aditi, does the Pegula family have that type of juice? with the NFL. I, I don't know that it's about juice. I just
3: don't know that the Pagulas are like that, you know, and as we know, Kim Pagula right now, who really has been running the team, is dealing with some health issues. And I don't know that Terry Pagula is going to call the phone and stomp his foot and, you know, get on the phone and stomp and scream. Um, the Bills not that I'm trying will. To say that Terry Jones and Bob Kraft would, but I think that there's still sort of this hope, this idea that it won't be as bad as the prognosticators are predicting although jay i will tell you this your weather report was really quite outstanding have you ever done that in in your past i, I co-host
1: a show with a uh, with our chief meteorologist so i pick up terms <laughs> like megaband and lake effect <laughs> Exactly.
3: that lo- like the, the calling
2: is a
1: thundersnow yeah it is a thundersnow it's these are the storms what is that, a
3: thundersnow
1: so what is a, a thundersnow it's it's a radical this. system it's a bi- it's a really big system and it's all lake effect machine but the band, because of the way the winds are coming and the, the everything is right in line with Lake Erie, so it's going to pick up steam as it starts on Western Lake Erie and mo- or Eastern Lake Erie, Western Lake Erie, and moves east. Which is okay, so this Buffalo. begs
3: another question, right? Because the Bills have approved this like mega billion dollar new stadium, right? which will not have a roof, which of course, I like the idea of elements potentially coming into play. And you know, like when Miami has to go to cold weather or when a cold weather team in December has to go to really hot Miami. I mean, you see it in Miami, quite frankly too two report two uh two games i've seen both fox and cbs made a point of saying that the visiting sideline is significantly hotter in miami than the home sideline which is under shade so every degree tries to play yeah tries to play with something sure but if you've got this potential that the weather is so horrific that it causes you to lose a home game then we knew have a mega billion dollar stadium can you do well, like a retractable Aditi, roof? Aditi, to like, that point. That make but that sense? But to that point you
1: have Jacksonville, Tampa Bay and Miami and almost the entire football season falls during hurricane season. Hurricane season officially goes to December 1st. And almost all of their home games are in the eye of a potential hurricane because that's when the tropics are are churning. So and, and we've seen a number of times we've seen hurricanes disrupt games in all three of those cities. So I guess it's the chance you take, and you hope that. But
3: it this doesn't is what I'm saying: is when you're spending that much money, then does it make sense to have some sort of again retractable roof or roof structure or some way that largely it could be kept open? But if you're all of a sudden expecting six feet of snow, close the roof. Yeah. until the snow comes, and then on game day you can open it up. And but if the, the, it snows while, you, you know, the game is going on, great, whatever. It does
1: add it, – it, I know it's going to be a big project anyhow, but it adds a significant price to yeah. the, to the project to put a convertible sure. top on it. So I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure yes, of course, but I, it.
3: we're, it's almost like we're talking about monopoly money at this point.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially but with the I, NFL. I do think, yeah.
3: You know, the, the when we talk about cost, when there's this much snow, it's not like this is Green Bay, where like everybody in the neighborhood shows up with their shovel and shovels out six feet of snow <laughs> and prepares true. the stadium, which by the way is maybe one of my favorite things in the NFL. Yeah, I love The it. people who live in Green Bay just come and shovel out the stadium. But I do, I think snow games are I don't know if this is irresponsible to say this because I don't know if they're more dangerous and so I should be hesitant to say that. But there's an element that makes them fun. Oh, I love I it. I think games that are played in, you know, like where guys are throwing snowballs on the sideline or you're constantly – I remember covering a game in Pittsburgh where they had to constantly uh, clean out the the lines, the yeah. uh, the down markers, right. and, uh, and just so you could see mm-hmm. where the yard lines were. I remember being in Buffalo in a snowstorm. I mean, I, I just – it's part of it and it's kind of that idea of you have to win in any any condition whether it's 100 degrees or it's a monsoon or it's cold and snowy it hardens you in some way but i guess the issue here is can you get there safely right more so than are these elements that you want to play in
4: and where are they going to put five feet of snow that dumps inside the stadium you have to clear the bowl and you have to put it somewhere where are you going to where do you put all that snow. Well, typically, I don't know. I mean, front, I remember being in
3: stadiums with, you know, 10 feet high, I should have found you, Jason, Mike. you should tell me to pull up these, these pictures. I have photos of me in stadiums on 10 12 foot high mountains of snow that they just shove up against the edge of the bowl, basically.
0: To me, that is football. To me, that gives you a badge of honor. You look at every other sport. You say, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But <laughs> we we, we, we like, do what we do and it get <clears throat> hit get hit when there's 50 piles of snow everywhere. And I like the fact that I, I like the cold Super Bowl. To me, if, if you're gonna play in these cold these, these little regions where you're in the California, and, and why would I give you a home and field advantage? I like to do cold Super Bowls. I like that, that's what football you, you is. You
3: know, it's so funny, so there are two that were supposed to be cold Super Bowls, Indianapolis and New York, and both of them had unseasonably warm weather for the yeah. week before the Super Bowl and the game. I mean, again, and this is why I think it's hard to. I think this is why Jay a decision hasn't yet been made. I don't know how much say either team really has, especially the Browns. You know, perhaps Buffalo does because it's their right. gate, it's their stadium. Yeah. But again, I th- I think the Browns right now have enough challenges to be thinking about, have enough worries, have enough concerns that the weather. I mean, I. As much as Kevin Stefanski told us that the first thing he does when he wakes up is check the weather, I don't know he's that he's caring as much about the weather right now. Look yeah, at He's got, well, he's and got bigger G fish to fry, fry. Looking at their phones instead of listening to me. Wow. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Well, you
4: Stefanski says, gets it. up and looks at the weather. He first thing he does is I check
3: the it. weather. Aditi,
1: like uh, mother uh, hen, watching eye, everything. Aditi, Jeez. my eyes. My eyes are on the crisis, okay?
0: Oh, I was definitely in the chat. I was definitely in the chat. (laughs) I was in the chat. They were talking about different things that I I just had to jump in real quick. I was hanging on to every word you said. Every word.
1: Really? my, My phone's not even in my hand, so.
3: Is was... he throwing that water bottle, Jay? Is, is Jason getting ready to throw that I water bottle? I'm gonna throw mine right now. I've never thrown a water
4: bottle when you were talking. I, though I already threw it while Maurice was on, and I missed by 15 feet. It was like Giannis at the free throw line. Yep, this one. And going did he hear now. it?
1: You ready? This one? No, there's nothing
4: to hear. It missed so badly
0: there was nothing to
2: hear. In. Oh, that, oh was that, that was in. That was in. in. That, was that a counts. Bull yeah. Official judge, Jay. And, final, and by the way, no, TV,
0: when you out. when you pull him back up, when you coming back to the studio? Yeah. She was in town and didn't come in. Well, you come back to the studio. When town? that? For the, when that?
4: the the Thursday night game, right? The Bengals or what? No, the Monday night. Monday game. night. The Monday night game yeah, against the
3: Bengals. but I didn't come in until just before the game because I had to fly in from my own game Monday morning.
2: Mm. What
3: about when you shot the stuff or, for the Browns?
2: What about Tuesday? You could have come in
3: Tuesday um I could have except that I'm away from my kids so much it would be hard yeah. to have I, mean, nuggets, I can't argue that. let's try anymore. to get her on
0: a schedule well can we get her on a schedule for when the season over she ain't got no excuse then she just pull up
3: oh we, yeah because then so when it, the season's over for sure I'll have more time and I would love to do that and then right are part of the show we don't even got
0: to be really nice like you part of the show we <laughs> yeah. just, uh,
3: but do I have to wear jeans? Do I have to wear jeans? Yes. Does that yes. mean, I mean, you're basically, you're giving me two months to fit back into my jeans, yes. right? Yes, jeans game.
1: You've got two, a two-month right. right. runway. Challenge and, and,
0: and you can work out with me and Jay after the show is over. Yeah, the, gym's like, right the gym is right next door. To the gym studio. is right next door. you got to lift some weights.
3: I, I mean, I, did, I lift. I do planks. I squat. This morning I did a pretty intense, high-intensity workout. But let me nice. tell you, the jeans just... Are not quite as comfortable as they should be. <laughs> There's a goal two months from now: to be able to sit in jeans for a two-hour Just show. Buy bigger All jeans. Right. That's what I do. Just buy bigger <laughs> jeans. Jason, so fine. We let you go. <laughs> That's what my doctor told me, Jason. I went to my doctor. I was like, "What is going on? Why isn't this weight getting off?" And the first thing she said is welcome to your age which i won't say but you all probably know this is what happens and then i said okay but that's unacceptable to me so what do i do and that's exactly what she said buy bigger, buy pants. bigger jeans <laughs> yep.
0: i got jeans from 20 years ago i'll never fit in again man I just <laughs> but gave you up. don't throw them
1: out
2: just
0: in no, case but they'd be looking bigger jeans. Yeah. i got a pair of money makers oh they fit
1: they fit like leggings <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Aditi, before we let you go, I, I know this is really a tough game to handicap because we don't know. There's a lot we don't right. know, but let's just assume they play it in Buffalo and there's a good deal of snow uh, on the on the surface while they're playing it. Did the Browns have a chance here?
3: Yeah, because they can run the ball. I mean, I like that. I And it's funny because I talked to Brandon Bean about this on Sunday, actually. I was like, why don't you like to run? And he's like, what do you mean I don't like to run? And he's like, of course I'd like to run, but... His point was essentially that if Josh Allen is your best player, then you don't really want to take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. And in some ways, those little short passes, things like that can count as almost the run game right they don't have the bills do not have a dominant run game the way that the browns do i mean why couldn't you just hand the ball off to nick chubb and kareem hunt 40 times if you needed to and don't worry about receivers running routes or doing whatever i mean i i trust him with the ball and again sometimes i think that I think a lot of it also does have to do with which defense we see who's showing up. Is it the one that's communicating well and fiery and miles Garrett wants to be named with the top three defensive players in the league? Or is it the one that, you know, can't figure out how to communicate with each other 11 weeks into the season. So, and especially I think if you're playing a team that isn't necessarily going to run the ball 30 times a game and you do have to, defend the pass even in crazy conditions and let's not forget that that in bad weather the receiver always has an advantage over the corner because the receiver knows where he's going and sure. the corner doesn't know where he's going so all of that said yeah, then sorry. you're
1: picking the browns or the bills
2: look at her look at her phone jeez
3: well somebody's <laughs> calling me from Dayton Ohio who would be calling me from Dayton Ohio
2: Commissioner Goodell on a secret line.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he funnels it through Dave. <laughs> should I pick it up, just in case? <laughs> yeah, Scafidi, pick it up. What do pick you it mean up. you're about to give out my email address?
4: Go ahead and answer. Um, we got nothing to do.
3: I can't, I can't pick. I can't.
1: You can't The Browns do
3: are so due. I mean, the Browns are so due. But my son loves the Bills, and my son would be devastated if I ever picked against the Bills.
1: Nice cop-out. So, Aditi's going with the Bills. Bull has one question. <laughs> I should Bull. show you
3: what he just drew. His Bills rule. Maybe I could call it up on my phone, actually. Aww. I mean the well, kid have one is
2: final
3: just
5: question. Okay, Aditi, go ahead. how you doing my friend?
3: I'm great. How are wow, you? they have matching
2: shirts. Look at that. Oh, look yeah. at that. Can you see
1: that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it looks yeah, just yeah, yeah. like Josh Allen.
2: Oh. Wow, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. Like I don't know a... who do with this, but he Let just. Let me that. say anyway. that I'm
5: sorry you've had to put up with this nonsense propaganda from J and G, who try to claim that the Browns are not a running team. So I'm gonna ask you <laughs> I, I'm it's gonna ask exactly you, what, you just for that. i am I'm gonna ask you a trivia question, Adini. Which team has the, the most best. running back carries per game this year? The, <laughs> the
3: Cleveland Browns.
1: They should. That is correct. They should they correct. have the best running offense.
3: Look, if Brandon Bean it's... is unapologetic at how little he runs the ball, I think the Browns should be unapologetic about how little they throw the ball. if that's Well, they the don't Formula throw it 11, that little, but they, they are. I actually think they're
5: smartly balanced. But
1: anyway, but these they guys are a bunch unapologetic of about how much they throw it. It
3: would be smart <laughs> if there were more W's to show.
1: Ah, yes. There or you V's. There you Trees, go. That's W's. Great retort. Can't complain about that. Take the dollar Thanks, right. Aditi. Aditi, have bye, a great week. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. The great Adidi Kingleball. She's awesome. She's awesome. The Browns weekend. will cover oh, this week, oh, guys. Oh, They're gonna cover. Oh well, that's a win. What's the line? What's Eight the line? And a half? It's Eight down
2: to seven and a half. Oh half. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was
1: definitely saying they better cover.
2: No, no. So? This this one's
0: not close, guys. This is the thi- this is the G Bush theory of of, of of spreading the wealth here. We we got to tell ourselves. Uh, the Browns look terrible against the Dolphins. We yeah, well, went to. The, we get to the point where, well, Buffalo, you know, they lost last week. All of a sudden, the snowstorm come in. Now, all of a sudden, the Browns is, is is seven points. Nah, these guys are getting smoked by at least 14. At least 14 oh, wow. against this squad. Emphatic. We're making picks tomorrow, so Emphatic. don't throw
2: your picks. We got to talk Cavs, though. We got to get to the Cavs. Yeah, fifth straight loss last night.
1: 113-98 was the final. Uh, Giannis, Giannis, he was solid, but it wasn't like a typical Giannis game, 16, 12, and 8. But what it did was it opened up a lot of looks for Brooks Lopez, who was just hitting one three-pointer after another.
0: Explain your team to us, man. Get I think it, he hit seven it. of nine we, we, give you, give, we give you the
1: floor, Jason. Talk that
0: talk. I don't Are know they more
1: the 8-1 or are they more this team? They five one. in a row.
0: are more. I still think they're a top three
4: team in the East. I yeah. think it's them, the Celtics, and the Bucks. And, like, listen, last night, so they geared the defense toward trying to stop Giannis, right? Would you take your chances with Giannis at the rim or Brooke Lopez shooting threes? No,
1: they did the right. That's the white right play to play the way to play. It. And he made shots. So yeah.
4: congratulations. you you've won an NBA championship. You're one of the best teams in the league and you did what you're supposed to do. Like I, I know JB held like a half hour meeting with the guys after the game last night and was really critical about their fat cats, not everything else. I kind of looked at that. It was like, man, they made their shots. If, if, if you're gonna need Brooke Lopez to make seven threes and a dude off the bench, I didn't even know. I didn't need five off the bench. If that's what you have to do to beat them, okay. I'll live with that because that's not gonna happen every time I I didn't mind the way that they guarded Giannis. And I'll tell you what guys, exactly what I said here on Monday, they're gonna, they may have to come to the point where they start running this through Darius and the balls in Darius's hands. That's exactly what they did last night when Darius and Donovan were on the floor together, The ball was in Darius's hands Donovan initiated when Darius was out of the game, but it was, that was the first game to me where it was kind of clear that they put the ball in Darius's hands and said, okay, run this offense. And no one's going to pay attention to that right now because the defense is such a mess and it is, they'll get it cleaned up. I'm not at all concerned about this team. This, this schedule was always going to be difficult, this West coast trip. And then the one home game, and then right back out. To Milwaukee. Now they're home for a few days. They've got winnable games. They've got Charlotte coming in. They've got Miami coming in. They they should get well on this homestand. They're going to be fine.
1: Yeah. So you do think they're closer to the eight and one yeah. than the five games? Yeah. And- I think they're much closer to eight. Well, what do you than, think? Than the street.
5: I I agree with Jason. Um, I I think they're much I, much closer to the eight and one team. I think we're getting worried because they looked so good there for a couple of weeks as opposed to my hair which looks terrible um but they look so good and now that now they're not playing as well especially on the defensive end as jason alluded to and so you know panic is setting in because we're like oh we must have overhyped this team they're not that good I, i i think and jason i'm curious your take on this i think maybe what this stretch has shown is that the Cavs do need a few more depth pieces right like because. Whenever they have injury, like like Milwaukee was without three, four guys that are really, you know, that are good players. Obviously, Chris Middleton's missed the whole season. Like He's their second-best player. He's missed the whole season, and they're still great, right? They had Connaughton's been out. They had, uh, what's his name, the little white dude from Duke. I can't think of his name. Oh,
2: Allen. Grayson Allen. Drew Holiday didn't play, play Al- yesterday. I'll either. be Grace Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday
5: didn't play. And, like, the Cavs are missing some of those, like, Depth pieces, which they probably – and they could probably use, like, another big man in terms of, like, a defensive presence with some depth. But in the end, we all knew there were going to be growing pains. We just maybe convinced ourselves they weren't going to happen because they played so great during that eight-game winning streak. And now with injuries and and chemistry and learning the chemistry, we're, we're hitting those uh, slumps. But I agree. They're playing, like, I think nine or ten of the next 13 at home. So they they should be able to get right here for the next – month.
4: I actually think they have enough. I would like to see them get a, yep. a, someone different at the three, but depth wise, I think they're like Lamar Stevens has the type of role. He's perfect for that role when they get Rubio back in January. I, they need to move Karis Levert out of the starting lineup. I've said I, that since the start of the year that I didn't like let, him. Let me, let me ask you this three. Jason.
0: I, th- I think I think I would start Lamar Stevens' Stevenson. Well, I, possibly, I I'd look at start and yeah. I would tell him Cause this, he's a junkyard dog. We talk about that little tenacity. You want to have dogs? Yeah, that is. That's that's him. Yeah. him. And you tell him we don't want you to. You ain't got. All you got to do is get layups, and we want you to start off. You're gonna be guarding KD. You're gonna be guarding Giannis. You and, and make him your what, what's the name? The guy uh, PJ Tucker. He's your PJ Tucker. PJ can hit his side corner three. But I I think about Star Stevenson. I do think they're probably gonna
4: shake up the the lineup. And you might be right. That might be one of the plays because I I just think Levert is overkill in that starting lineup. I think if you pull him out, put him bring him off the bench, give him a little bit more oxygen to operate Mm -hmm. offensively and and break them up a little bit. Maybe it's Orcoro at that spot, maybe it's Wade, but I I would get Karis LeVert out of the starting lineup. Me too.
0: He was right. He was right about that. The the Karis LeVert thing, he just doesn't have it, it's it's one of them things where you, he's one of those guys that count down the, the, the possessions where he didn't shoot. Well, he's Amari Cooper in boomer bust. Like yeah. he's the Amari Cooper.
4: Yeah, he'll give you That's 41 fair. or he'll give you two. and <laughs> yeah, you never will. know which is which is which and they don't need 41 out of him. Most nights. No, you know, they don't need that. They need strong defense and make an occasional open shot. But it game is geared more toward having the ball in his hands a little bit. And mm-hmm. there's only so many of those guys that you can play together and we've already seen Darius and Donovan struggle, figuring that out. I just think and it's nothing against Karis. Karis hasn't necessarily done anything wrong. I just think it's overkill to have him in the starting lineup, bring him off the bench. When Rubio gets healthy, we're probably another six weeks or so from seeing Ricky, put Ricky, Karis and Kevin Love on that second unit. Look good. You've got a lot of depth. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're okay. On uh, I'm not a big Jetty fan, but I, I yeah, think that they're fine. <laughs> if you can go out and you can find another three, you know, like Brad was mentioning Carmelo the other day, you know, I I don't see the harm in bringing him in and taking a look at him. Uh, but for the most part, I think that they have what they have and they have what they need at least for this year.
1: I'm not panicking. Bull, you know, Bull said you know there's no reason to panic. I'm not panicking. You all know, especially with last night. I mean, with with the lineup that they had to go to war with last night, I didn't I didn't think that they were gonna beat the Bucs and you're right they put the ball in Brooke Lopez's hands and he made the shots okay I thought so they did a that. good job defensively against Giannis and I think most nights you would play it that way right don't give Giannis his 40 right keep him to a limited number and make someone else beat you and that was the formula and they did it last night the losses that were particularly concerning to me were the Clippers and the Kings those are the games that as you look back on you know and and now if, if you just if you win those two games and they were close in both of them if you win those two games it's not a five game losing streak you're 2 and 3 over 5 right. in a really tough portion of the schedule and everything's fine the one thing this team has to do they have to pile up wins when they're playing teams they should be yeah Agreed. They cannot lose to these teams. And lost they, to Minnesota as well. Exactly. And they were right. really undermanned yeah. in that game. It,
4: and Minnesota yeah. was in a bad spot. That was a bad spot on the schedule because it's the, it, the schedule loss is a real thing in the NBA. When you're coming off a West Coast trip, the time change and everything else, that first game back at home, you're dragging around cement legs, and it really showed up there. <clears throat> the, but, you know, I mean, obviously, I think what this has exposed is Jared Allen's importance to this team, which we already knew. We saw that last year when Jared went out with the finger last year and all the time that he missed their defense unraveled, he's the linchpin as good as Evan Mobley is. Jared Allen is the linchpin to what they do defensively. And then also we, I've made this a big talking point for a year and a half is it's amazing to me how hard, just how hard they play, how hard this team plays at both ends of the floor. And I don't know that we've seen quite that effort level the last week or so on the defensive end. And now this is what happens when you don't play, as hard as they play on the defensive end, that's when you start giving up 60-point halves. That's when you start needing Darius to try and shoot you back into games, Darius and Donovan to shoot you back into games late in games, and that is not a winning formula for success. So they have to get back to playing hard. They will.
1: I'm JB not. JB called them fat cats yeah. and said they, you know, brats were reading their own headlines yeah. and all of that. I, I, I thought that was unfair to say after last night's game. I maybe would have said that after Minnesota, after, Minnesota. after yeah. Sacramento, he's
4: just trying to get their attention. Like five, a four game losing streak in the NBA. It's, well, it's a it's thing. Just, it's a thing. Yeah. Really. And I, you know, I made the joke earlier this morning when, when LeBron first came back with they lost four in a row that first year, it was like the sky was falling in the in and the building was on fire. Right. And, and it's just a different perspective now to lose four in a row with a team that it's five, isn't it? It's five,
1: it's five, it's, it's five in a row. You're right. It's five in a row. And that's a thing. Yeah, like it that's it is. It's, you, you hope to avoid it. Sure. But it happens. It happens to good teams. I'm not at all worried about them. Not a
0: little bit. I think they have to, and this is hard to say, because I, I've only seen a couple of teams play like that. I've seen the Boston Celtics play where they had KG Paul Pierce, where they just, it didn't, offense was like, all right, the Celtics might not might not be hitting shots today. But just their suffocating defense every possession, just kept them there. Same with the Spurs. The Spurs would be like, in the prime Spurs, they had guys down low. They, they never had anybody to get you 40 or 50. I mean, they could, but that wasn't they just played such defense that it was just like this is crazy. Like how, how how we how do we score here? And it's hard for teams to do that because I don't really think two champion, two or three championship teams that literally play that way. I think you go you could go back and look at the Pistons that play that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's just hard, especially to get young dudes to kind of buy into that. But I, I don't know, Jason, is that the identity that they're gonna have to hang their hat on? Because if I look around, they're not going to be as firepower radius some other teams right they got they can score with them but what I'm looking at you know w- whether it's the Philadelphia 76 ers whether I'm looking at Boston Celtics whether I'm looking at uh, teams that that are at the top of the Milwaukee Bucks and that's even and that's even they can't I mean those guys can score and in a hurry well I I think the Cavs can be that I mean Donovan
4: can give you 50 if you need it yep. Darius has showed you he give you can give 50. you 50. So they, they can beat you multiple ways. They can beat you if, they, if they're healthy, if they got all their pieces. They can beat you defensively with Jared and Evan on the, on the back line defensively. They can beat you by outshooting you and outscoring you. I do think that this team is very versatile in how they can go about attacking teams. I, I think they, on any given night, I think they can score with anybody in the league with Donovan and Darius. Once they, once they really figure out how to roll with those guys, and like I said, we'll, well, let's wait and see how it looks going forward. But it was really noticeable to me last night how much they put the ball in Darius' hands offensively and let everything run through him when they were out there together.
1: All right. Well, we've got 15 minutes. Do you want to pivot to final takes now?
2: we got to do what the internet says first, okay? and then we will get to final takes. Whenever we bring you what the internet is saying, it's brought to you by our... Dear friends at uh, PCC Air Force, excuse me, I'm trying to change a super and a read at the same time. Not too easy. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils at at Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers. To learn more, not a ton going on on the internet today. DeQuell was in the chat saying, Don't overlook Maryland. He's on the show tomorrow. He said, Gee, <laughs> he's coming for you tomorrow. So I don't exactly know what that means. Maryland. <laughs> that Juan
0: Dixon. Shout out to Juan <laughs> Dixon, my man. He,
2: DeQuell also said, I'm going to put this on a t shirt and uh, go to the gray with it. But he goes, He texted me mid show. Uh, just to two has Anyone called you Clark Kent this week with the coma over the glasses? I just can't with you right now with 10 laughing emojis. So I'll just go by Superman <laughs> from now on. Thank you to call for that. You do that uh, God. We had a super chat from Donnie Stewart, and he was asking Maurice to give that advice to the Browns. He said they could use that advice. And shout out to Roadblock63 for the generous super chat. We appreciate it, Roadblock63, whoever you are.
0: Shout out to Roblox63, bro. You out here,
2: hey, Big Spender. Shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> I see ya. And also, overtime content today. Five best bad weather games and where we want to see the Browns-Bills game, not necessarily realistically, but we're in a perfect world, an ideal world, in a fantasy world. We like to see that game played for one ninety nine a month. You can be a starter for four ninety nine a month. Part of coaches here and get that exclusive OT content. Bull, final takes. You're up first
5: all right guys a uh, couple of uh, quickies before I do my final take number one does, do you guys do wordle by the way anybody do wordle I yeah. do
4: yeah yeah about three or four days a week not every day yeah, I do it every I do it though. I
5: don't I, I find it obnoxious <laughs> to people that, that put it up on Twitter every day but I actually yeah, got it in two today for the first thing? time ever I was so excited
4: oh, you got it in two I well,
5: got huh. it in two for the first time ever what was the word uh spoiler alert oh I don't want to say it I actually don't remember but I don't want to <laughs> I like it. spoiling it Uh, number two, Jay, this is for you, uh, you and Jason in particular, because you guys like baseball. I recommended last week, I think the
4: Nolan Ryan, uh, Netflix documentary. I
5: don't know if you guys have had
4: a chance to see it. I I watched about half of it and fell asleep. And that wasn't a knock on the documentary. I was exhausted. It's on my list. I I want to go back and finish it, but I really did enjoy the parts. I remember. I watched another baseball
5: documentary. This one's been out a while, but I hadn't seen it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. The battered bastards of baseball. Have you guys seen that? I have not seen that. I have not. It is really cool if you're a baseball fan. It's about an independent league team in the '70s in in uh, in Portland, and Kurt Russell's dad, who was an actor, owned the team, and Kurt Russell was on the team. No oh, way. Wow. And they played in they played in the Northwest League. They were an independent A ball team that was playing against affiliated teams. And it, I knew nothing about this. It was a really great uh, documentary on Netflix. How well, the heck did right, so you
0: come across that, my man?
5: Probably it just popped baseball, up and stuck inside mind. for 10 yeah, right? days. Well, real quick, yeah, before you talked, get to yours, yeah. while we're
4: talking baseball documentaries, I don't know if yeah. you guys talked about this on the show or not. I haven't seen it The yet. diamond. What, the, War on the diamond. War on the diamond, yes. It's now available
1: it's, on Amazon Prime. Have you seen it? Yes, I saw clips of it.
4: Haven't seen the whole thing. I'm very much looking yeah, forward to Andy it. Yeah, Andy Billman's a buddy of mine who yeah. did it. I, I'm really excited to see He's it. He's Believe Land. Time. He yeah, directed Believe Land.
1: Cleveland fan it's all about the rivalry between the Yankees and the Indians now Guardians starting in 1920 when Ray Chapman yeah. was yeah. hit in the head by a pitched ball he's the only player ever to die as a result right. from a baseball yeah. injury um yeah. and it's it's I've heard a lot of good fascinating. things fascinating yeah I've I seen haven't enough it. To I haven't know even it. heard of it Oh, oh, bull, really? it's going to be really... i got to see this. Yeah, it's yeah on, it's you're going to love it. I believe it's on All Amazon right. Prime. It's on a bunch of different... It is Amazon platforms. Prime. It may be other platforms too, but it's definitely on We're Amazon. We will do a
2: overtime... Movie review next week on it. So yeah, right. right. So, Jason, you if you idea. watch it by next, maybe next Thursday, if you watch it, I'll watch yeah. it. Jay will watch I'll it. I'll watch it for while, while I'm
4: driving to Buffalo.
2: How come In I ain't going watch it? Well, you're
0: gonna watch it too, G. Yeah, <laughs> you're he, he, like, oh, G. Bush ain't watching that. He don't even answer his phone. No, G. Bush
2: doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right, do it over the phone. The last two times I've called you, it's gone
1: right to voicemail. See, look, see,
0: he'd be playing around, bro. All right, guys,
1: here's
5: my final take, and this is very important. Stop with the turkey propaganda. With Thanksgiving coming up. <laughs> I tweeted recently that I will. I don't want to eat turkey for Thanksgiving. I don't really like turkey. Shout out to my man, Byron, though. He, he, the last couple of years, has made me a fried turkey, which he oh, is the only turkey I've ever so really liked. Good. But I'm like, I don't really like turkey in general, so why do I have to feel this pressure? People feel pr- it's like you're being anti-American if you don't eat turkey. That's stupid. First of all, because of this, I decided to do research on this, which I had never had any desire to look before. And the reality is that, at the first thanksgiving feast uh there was nobody eating turkey okay they weren't eating turkey they were they were likely eating uh duck
3: and yes, shellfish not
5: not turkey so that this was started years later this turkey tradition so the you turkey pushers out there <laughs> you pushers. eat this all the turkey you want do whatever the hell you want i don't like turkey i'm eating prime rib i mean steak i'm eating whatever the hell i want i'm not going to be pressured into eating turkey because it's thanksgiving that's all I got to say
1: about it <laughs> random, but funny.
5: <laughs> You're pressured.
1: Jay. All right. I have good news for Wait, you. Jason
2: before you go. Yes. Uh, sorry, i sorry. I hate cutting you off. No. I apologize. Can we trademark Turkey pusher as a word? I've never, I've never heard, heard that it before, but I kind of so love that. Bowl. that was turkey. one Do of the most brilliant things you come up with on the show. It is funny. Because there are turkey pushers. There are. Come and, on, you got
1: to eat it. It's Thanksgiving. Where is that written in my constitution? Maybe. I got called to... a communist. Somebody called me a communist on Twitter. because I'm <laughs> Well, I said I was well
2: that's just turkey. a fact. Yeah, you are. But maybe we should put together like a little word. I'm not book a communist. Of random... I know, but we're kidding. <laughs> Bull is not, for the record, FCC Bull is Bull not, is a, not communist. a communist. Don't.
0: Actually, Bull is a socialist. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that, that, no, now, now, now that's the worst and thing, not right? not a
0: socialist either.
2: Bull is just a good person, but we're going to put together a no, little I'm calendar. i a good person. I think everybody words. should
5: be treated fairly. It it's, should it it be part or of or Bull's
2: vernacular. We need a Bull's yes. vernacular dictionary. And we'll I'll set the like whole Pusher dictionary in for there. For the third tier of memberships, when we get to it eventually, you get a Bull dictionary.
1: And what's the other one, the... Nugnuts. Field goal deniers. What do you what do you uh, field goal truthers? Field goal truthers. <laughs> field goal truth.
2: And Nugnuts. Nug I got a couple
5: other ones for you. I got Baker Bros, of course. Yes. And then all of a sudden people are obsessed with Elon Musk, because we've turned now Elon Musk into a political debate too, which is stupid. I just I don't care about his politics. I just care that he's screwing up Twitter. Uh and the people that are obsessed with Elon Musk, I call them Muskers. <laughs> Muskers.
1: I'm glad he's screwed up Twitter.
4: I hope he burns into
1: the ground so I never have to go on it again. I read something yesterday that said not (laughs) Not only could he burn Twitter down, but it's possible that if it goes bankrupt and it goes away, all of the tweets and all of the history book will be wiped away forever. That would be fine with me. That would be good. I'd be fine
0: with that. So they can uncancel people then.
1: Yeah,
4: go ahead, Jay. Jason, you're up. I am not a socialist or a communist. I am a capitalist. I'd make as much money here, here, baby. I'm all about capitalism and so is major league baseball. So I have good news for you. Chris Antonetti met with reporters yesterday in Cleveland talking about the 40 man roster and everything else. And he said the payroll quote should be appreciably higher next year than what it was this year was right around 68, 70 million this year expected to go up now again he couched it as he always does with, it depends on the market. It depends on what's available to them. They had money to spend last year. Nothing really worked out. They ended up bringing up all the kids and they extended Jose Ramirez turned out to be a good thing. So let's wait and see how it goes this year. I've already advanced on this show. I want I want uh, Anderson Jimenez, Oscar Gonzalez, uh, long-term extensions for those two plus Tristan McKenzie and Steven Kwan. If you lock up those four guys long-term this winter, that in my opinion would be a good use of funds. Uh, the payroll has to go up just because of all the arbitration guys are eligible. And he got into other things as well about the Nolan Jones trade, which we can get into maybe next Mm -hmm. week. I was a little surprised at the return on that. Uh, I thought maybe they could get more for him, but clearly the market didn't dictate that. But the big headline for me coming out of that was that he expects payroll can be appreciably higher next year. Good news for a team that won it's division advanced to the playoffs on a $70 million payroll. Hopefully there's
0: room to grow from there. Double.
1: That'd be awesome. nice. Awesome.
0: That's my goal. Ooh. Well, I'm, I'm going to jump into it like what Bull said, man. You know, they're peer pressuring this man into eating turkey. And you shouldn't have to happen. You shouldn't have to be peer pressured into eating things that you don't want. So there's a couple of things that I always have on my pet peeve list. We've already talked about a couple of those uh, pet peeves as, as we've spoken. I do not like people that let their kids eat candy before it is purchased. What are you doing? You're setting them up for long L's in life. You can't just open that bag of chips. I get nervous around it. But the second thing I don't like my pet peeve is I'm a very bland eater. I have about five to six things that I eat. Some things are strictly off my my menu. I'm just not doing it. I don't like when people try to tell you, you say, I don't drink milk. Well, I got this special milk that don't taste nothing like milk. You should try it. No, I've already let you know dog that I'm not going to be pounding this pasty white milk. I can't do it. Are you lactose? No. Do you not like the taste? It doesn't matter if I don't like the taste. I don't like people that will tell you. You'd be like, hey, man, you know what, man? You like eggs, Benedict? No, I don't like Benedict Arnold or eggs, Benedict. I don't (laughs) like either one. Don't try to keep telling me I should taste it. Listen, the first thing I always say, Um, You know, I I got married, my wife is Asian, she's into Asian cuisine, and I told her, the first thing is, I said, listen, I'm an American, I eat hamburgers, I don't eat any seafoods, I I don't fish, I'm not gonna eat none of that, and please don't be hurt to your heart if I refuse to eat your dishes, and I refuse to taste your food. That has nothing to do with why I married you. I married you for other things, not cooking. I can go find all my other stuff, so please don't be harmed, please don't be, don't be upset. But guess what, it doesn't matter. My mom is upset, I'm not eating that. My wife is upset, I'm not eating that. But guess what? You don't have to be that person. Just let G. Bush handle it. You, it's okay to tell your wife or your mom, I'm not eating that, it's okay. They'll still love you, maybe. I've been divorced
1: once, so who knows. <laughs> I've never eaten seafood, ever. Really? Ever, and I won't. And your wife knows that, right? You yes. haven't even tried it? She knows, never tried it. And food. he's not going to do it. You know why? Because I've smelled it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to force do you, know you to try. Why, it. I'm just asking. You know asking. why God put our nose right on top of our mouth? So we don't put stuff in it that smells like seafood.
2: But what if he gave you a non-working nose like he gave me? Because my nose does not Mine work. Mine works. And I, I like can't, I can't shovel that crap
1: uh, in there because I know what uh, it smells scallops, like. Scallops, lobster, I know, shrimp. I listen. Uh, so you know what? The, it's easy, more for the, me the and you, Jason. Is, more for me and you. I'm uh, allergic. And uh, that shuts down the conversation. Because uh, yeah, yeah. well, I've had people like, "Come on, just one bite of lobster."
0: No, I'm nope. There you go. Good. Ain't doing it. And I'll I'll give you one of my empty epipens just so you <laughs> you can fake it real good <laughs> to be like, Listen, if I keep a pen with me ever Oh my God, I'm sorry, Jay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That I I, I would have never forced It shuts that down the discussion. Shut the whole Sword thing fish, down. Oh. Or you say it's against your religion. Lobster <laughs> roll in Boston. <laughs> oh, I, I don't man. I don't eat I don't eat pork. Crab cakes. Pork. I don't eat pork. It's against my religion. No, I actually do. Oh, you do? That's what you say. That's what you Oh, I see. That's what you say, Wendy. All
1: right, uh, I'll be quick. Uh, Sort of where you were going, Jay, because yesterday I was looking at the available. I'm reading a lot of stories now from the Hot Stove League about who's going to get this, how much this player is going to get. And guess what? Per usual, New York's going to load up. They already re-signed Rizzo. They'll probably end up with Judge. The Coastal teams have advantages in Major League Baseball because they're in the population centers. They have bigger local contracts. They can spend more money on players and they have an inherent advantage. Doesn't exist in the NBA, doesn't exist in the NFL, doesn't exist in the NHL. But in Major League Baseball, if you're in the middle of America, like Detroit and Chicago or not Chicago, Detroit and Kansas City and Milwaukee and Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, you have no chance. You have no chance because the playing field is skewed before you come in. Now, granted, this year, the Guardians, 28th in the league in Major League Baseball and payroll, they defy that odds. You'll have an outlier. But when is the 28th payroll team ever winning the World Series? It doesn't happen. I'll read off the top 10 in payrolls from last year. Mets, won 100. Dodgers, won 100. Yankees, won 100. Philly, lost in the World Series. San Diego made it to the made a deep run
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the playoffs Boston flamed out white Sox injuries everywhere. Atlanta won a hundred Houston won a hundred won the world series and the angels. They're the angels. There's always going to be outliers. You can say, well, what about the, what, what about the guardians? They were 28th and they still made the playoffs. It's got to be a more even playing field. You can't have one team spending 70 million while another team is spending $300 million. I want a floor, I want a ceiling, and let's even this thing up. It would make baseball interesting again in all 30 cities, for all 30 franchises. That's that. I've been screaming about that my whole adult life. It probably will never happen. It's interesting to me, I've made this point before, baseball is the
4: one sport without a salary cap, and it's the one sport with the most animosity between players and
1: owners. I, I think there's a correlation. Between I the absolutely agree with you. Yeah. One, it's cause and effect. It sounds, it sounds backwards. I know it does, but it's, you're absolutely right. Taking a 22 hour break. We'll wrap up another week of the Healthy Cleveland Sports Show tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. See ya. <laughs>